So I guess just to uh, dig more deep, since you are a guest. Yeah. Um, guest me. Guess. Yeah. Guess. And so this is pretty much a good stopping point. Not stopping point like right now, but just okay, like to sure. split it so we can have a two-parter. Oh, cool. But um, so the sequel. Yeah. So I, I guess I just wanted to know more, like if you're yeah. comfortable with it. I guess just yeah, like very. your your time acting, because you went yeah. you went to, um, you know, and I delved into it a little bit. Sure. Uh, last year. Yeah, I'm um, curious to know about that. Yeah, but um. Like so, you spent some time in Atlanta, right? Uh-huh. Sure how did. how long was it? Like, it was off. Okay, so the amount of time accurately, I can't recall because I was coming back and forth so much that year. Oh, okay, you were, were you driving or flying? Driving. Okay, you've got that's a, a slog. I bet. No, because I hate planes that much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, boy, fifteen hours, let's go. Because I'm not flying in a death tube where all the pilot has to do is fart in the wrong direction and we all die. I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> nope. I'm good. I'll drive. You bet. I drove back and forth 13 times mm-hmm. that year to Atlanta. Uh, so, I mean, the whole year was there and back, there and back, there and back. So, yeah. I, six to eight months. Yeah. Fair to say. Mm-hmm. But, um, and what was your question? What did I get I out of it? I forgot. Like, yeah, I guess like, you know, what was your mindset going into it? Oh, and, okay. Yeah. The uh, mindset was... Uh, I mean, because, I mean, I, more, I know from what I've, from what I've, you know, heard on yeah. you know, videos or like reading on these different Facebook groups is that, you sure. know, Atlanta is pretty much like one of the hot markets nowadays. Yeah, like, it's not just Hollywood, not just New York. Right. It's Atlanta is yeah. one of... Uh-huh. Like the major hotspots. It's the one. Uh, well, there's Vancouver. I definitely yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, uh, and New Orleans is the secret one. Yeah, oh, I, I saw that a couple of days ago. Yeah. Like on Facebook, there's like they're building up sets. Yeah, everywhere. like they think there's a billion dollar. In, I think they made a billion dollars down there in New Orleans. Yeah. Wow. The problem, the problem in New Orleans is if you go down there to try and get noticed down there, you kind of don't want to go that route, in my opinion, because the there's agents, sure, and stuff out there, but they're there to basically supply roles for filler stuff okay yeah, not all like the big the big casting agents and stuff for your mains and leads and supporting blah 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 those are la new york and, okay and sprinkled throughout georgia yeah because i and I, vancouver and probably yeah texas too i know some like casting Austin's calls are like yeah where yeah. like you know louisiana is pretty close yeah 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 but i mean right now it's still you know because hollywood's always going to be hollywood they'll never let themselves not right. be and then new york's duh New York because it's much more than just entertainment but yeah Austin New Orleans those I mean New Orleans I definitely think is on the furthest lowest on the scale yeah but Atlanta definitely third place and um, I think what I learned most of Atlanta was it was a lot of I mean every bit of what I experienced there was just new knowledge that is just was all good you know what I mean all new knowledge is always good knowledge but I definitely think I did it a little too soon Oh really? Yeah, I think if I had known more how I work when on set and on camera, and if I had also known more of myself, yeah, and how I function, and if I had gotten more comfortable in my skin, which which goes beyond just acting, it's just like you know, it's just everyday thing, becoming the person I wish to be, who I always imagined I could be, and making that a reality. Right. I wish I'd have done that first before I went because yeah. it would have been a totally different story. But, you know, I didn't go that route. But going there prior, it is, uh, it still 
turned it into a blessing in disguise because I got to take all of that knowledge to help me formulate who I am now. Yeah. And my method into going into it and my professionalism and handling the stress and handling the pressure and handling the cost and uh, the requirements mentally and physically of it are just, I would not handle it as well as I do now if I had not have gone out to Atlanta too soon yeah. and got dirty and made some mistakes and didn't get paid and did get paid and, you know, uh, said the wrong things and said the right things and, you know. Had I not gone out there and done that, I wouldn't be as refined as I feel now. Right. So I'm thankful for that. But if it could be a perfect world, blah, 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 then I probably definitely would have waited a couple of years and gotten myself together more in terms of skill and mental prowess and things of that nature. Yeah. But, yeah, thankful as hell. Got to see <laughs> so many people, got to meet so many people, and uh, got to do everything and do nothing all at once. Yeah. And Are you still connected with some of those folks that you two two i mean the pandemic came around and everybody got oh problems, i guess you're right. you know what yeah, i'm saying so probably yeah uh but yeah no no i mean actually a friend of mine uh he used to work for cartoon network too out there as an animator oh, okay, he yeah. messaged me like a couple months ago he's like hey how you doing and i was like hi hello i miss <laughs> you oh my god next time i'm in georgia we're gonna go hiking together yeah uh you know so that's really cool but um I guess what I got out of it was, yeah, you know, I'm thankful I did it, but if I could have done it better, I would, but yeah. man, I wouldn't change it for the world because now I know, you know, yay, I'm happy with where I ended up. Right. And is this something that like, would you go back into full force? Like, Absolutely. Oh yeah. I already, I just actually got new headshots done last week. Okay. Cause I know you talk, yeah. um, yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, some people, they do it and it's like, oh, that's it. Like no, I've yeah. done it and I felt what that felt like and. I don't know part of that. No, it got worse. I just sat there and boiled up like an egg, just waiting for the pandemic to end and just all last year getting myself together financially. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, come on, come on. Different parts of the country opened up different. Like, so it's like California was different. Florida was its own thing. And then at Georgia, I could imagine. It's like, if you were in the industry, it's like Mm -hmm. where like all the work got funneled, seems like, depending on when things opened up. Yeah. So now things have seemingly opened up and... Uh, so now I could feel I, I could see like now, like you said, you, you were waiting, and now like the wait's kind of, it's not. Yeah. It, it's, now it's up to like what where you want to go. Yeah. Like so what? So it has begun. You did uh so you, Atlanta like is that the would you you know different like at, like you said Hollywood's always gonna be Hollywood that's sure. its own thing. So what like did Atlanta leave a good enough impression where you like that's the that's what you would prefer oh, yeah. to go back to? Oh absolutely. I mean if I had to choose. You know, the harsh reality of it is at some point in, in any performer's career, especially on, on screen, if you want to if you want to climb that ladder, yeah. you're going to have to mess with L.A. at some point. Right. You just are. Either that or New York. You're going to have to, to go there at some point. Yeah. I don't want to go for long. <laughs> I do not want to go for long. I mean, nothing against that city. Um, it's a beautiful place I've been before, and the people are great. It's just, uh, I, I'm just, it's scary. I mean, right, right. You see that sign on the hill, and it's like, ooh, okay, this is this place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, and you, you like know. who? Like everyone? Like you? Everyone's here for the same thing, but no one yeah. wants to admit it. Well, it's so it's True, weird. Yeah. It's like it's like that's the most. That's the thing I love about it the most. Yeah. Is getting to go to auditions and maybe or may or not get casted. Like I don't care if I'm not casted. Yeah. I have other avenues of interest in my life. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. So I love the thrill of the hunt for that role. 
for that for that job. That that's what I love the most about it is going out there and, and trying to get casted. And then once you're casted, to me, that's the reward more so right. than being in it or being recognized. Or yeah, it's like a like a thrill, like getting yeah. like the fact of getting like from what I've experienced, like just getting the opportunity to yes. audition yes. is like a good feeling because because yes. it feels have, like you know they've looked at you, they yes, noticed exactly, you exactly right. They, they, I, they see my headshot where I'm looking at my headshot like oh my god I should not have been smiling yeah. and they're like yeah that, we like that picture can you come on in like what yeah, sure like, <laughs> you never know what you like it's like it's always up to them to know what they want out of you yeah, right. like, yeah. we'll overthink ourselves yeah exactly, like, exactly they'll be like oh yeah like it, it's weird like that so I can imagine like in like going out for an acting role part of it's like a game of chance right yeah it's like catching the casting director on the right day yes, feels like and it's exactly. like and it's so it's like we'll have a tendency to overthink ourselves in general but it's like if you know you put your best foot forward then it's like what well, what else can you do yeah what else exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. I love that and that, and that's kind of what now I've reached is this point of what else can you do besides your best yeah uh, you just gotta you know submit your headshots and yeah you know like, they don't like me they don't like me I hope the movie or show or whatever turns out great yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch it, but you know, you just uh, it just when you know you're enjoying that, it doesn't matter, right? You know, when things go wrong, because you're like, I'm not in a cubicle, dude. That's the thing, right? Like you, you, because some people don't have the like, I guess, the privilege or opportunity sure. or chance to like get out of that sit like a cubicle sure. situation. It's, it's like hard. It's they, hard. it's like taking that. Because some people have to go, like, it's the mental step of, like, yes. what happens if I leave the cubicle yep. and, like, it's that weird feeling of, can you get back in the corporate world? Because, like, you're climbing a ladder, right? right? And maybe what, what, like, what if, like, you're at a part of the ladder where it's, like, this is a pretty comfortable part of the ladder. Mm-hmm. But what if I got off the ladder, mm-hmm. chased the dream, mm-hmm. and, like, it didn't work? Now, well, I... Well, well, I even be allowed to go back in, yeah. And I'm like at the ground level again after you know a decade in that company, right? And then having to do it all over again, because you know there's actors that we've seen that we've watched in the shows when we grew up and like acting. They only acted that one thing, mm-hmm. and they like became normies. I don't know whatever the word is. It's always weird. Like, how did they do that? But there's some people who have acted, and like they were adults and like had like. I'm thinking about Hayden Christensen, who like got like no one liked was Anakin, and like he did acting roles, but then like he became a normal person. Right now he's acting again mm-hmm. after like years later. So it's like that feeling of like having to go back. It's like the quote unquote real world. Yeah, and readjust. And if you would ever get the itch again, would it be even worth going to scratch that itch? It's like I did it already, and I was, I was in my twenties. It's like, is it even worth going back to? scratch that itch again yeah because it's so the uncertainty I could imagine like but for you like I know like yeah, you, you did like I know you went on casting calls you were in different things like you yeah. did different smaller things small things like that feel, like the, was the goal ever to be like to get out of the corporate world and like to I mean I think do that full time or like I think it was just like I wanted to like dip my toe in it and I mean the the my first paid role was not even a speaking thing. It was just a, like a corporate video for Dave and Buster's. That's awesome. Oh, with, you know, that's awesome. They're Dallas based, uh, right? What's that? They're Dallas based. Yeah, yeah. They're like, 
Uh, I'm not sure if that's like their also their headquarters. Like I'm not sure how it's, it's laid off, out, but it's there's like a place off called Corporate, right? It's a place called yeah, yeah. Corporate Drive. <laughs> um, it's off like 75, yeah. but uh, like that was my first and only so far paid thing. Um, and is you know, that I, I want to see this. I don't know where it is. I'd probably have to ask. Oh, the, yeah, the, I totally the, understand yeah, that. It takes some years to probably make it. Yeah, uh, dude. Oh. It, it was like I guess to test out, like um, not to test out, but the whole promotion was to use this other company's uh, point of sale system okay. I guess and so uh, like the main person that they got to actually do the speaking is I guess she's a very she's in a lot of commercials like I think the last one that I saw her in was like in some sort of dealership like car dealership commercial and I was like uh, I like I saw it on a TV at a restaurant and I, and I pointed out to my wife like <laughs> hey I, I know that person like that's the person I like emailed about possibly you know joining their agency or something like or submitting to to be you know represented uh but um i forgot where i was going with this oh um yeah it was just like a weird feeling to be like you know i you know it was just like a small thing where i'm like cheering at the tv to make like sure look like it's um like it's on yeah, yeah. which is side note which is really cool because i didn't know yeah. that like they basically like do like a strobe light in front of you and then they have the camera right in you know front of you, and that strobe light's supposed to stimulate simulate what like, like TV flashes. TV off your face. And I was like, what? We're not actually watching, watching TV. TV. See, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, and you know what's so funny is like big studios will just turn on the TV and just. Oh really? Yeah, I mean it's just it's a TV. Make I wonder, it authentic. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I wonder why that like the strobe light versus the actual TV. Like, uh, I don't know. Was, what do they like market search like research? Like, fear, certain the, colors. Yeah, so. copyright violation in the probably of. in the reflection of somebody's of a glass. Yeah. Yeah. Glasses are <laughs> behind them. It was like we saw that glass <laughs> of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Talk to you about that. But uh, yeah, I mean after that it was like kind of a weird feeling because it was like I, I don't know what got to my head. It was. It's kind of embarrassing to talk about now, but it was just like, is this what I want to do? I mean, I just got paid three hundred dollars yeah. for for this, and you know, like, could I make it happen again? And yeah. and then I mean, since then I haven't really like, uh, you know, I've gotten requests to audition, but I don't know it's just my own. Um, I guess I'm just very lazy. I procrastinate. Dude, no, and it's, like, like, it's no, just like no judgment. The whole yeah. world's procrastinating right no, yeah, now. Look yeah. at look at our sanity. We're procrastinating on getting our shit together. Yeah, like <laughs> the thing is, is like it's it's some people that that like you you brought the word earlier, like the, it's the thrill of the hunt, and yeah. some people can't get enough of it. Like, yeah, like they'll put aside everything else they're doing. I mean, yeah. I like the Just fact of getting auditions, it. but then not doing it. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, like, but some people can't do that. Like they can't go right. with. I was like. Oh really? It's like being a fireman. They, they slide down the pole and they can't wait. And so yeah. it's like the like you said, it, it felt good when you got the role. And right. like that, like the whole notion of like, could you do it again? Even asking that question probably feels good. It's like you did it once. Can you do it again? And it's like, but it's not like that itch to go and try to do it again. It's like it's not not even like if it happens, it happens. It's like. Cause I would imagine, right? I haven't done anything like that, but the the mental, like the mental energy it takes to yeah. kind of put yourself in the mind, the, the the headspace of I have to go out there and present a version of myself that like I might not be up to presenting because it takes a lot of energy to do it, sure. or like yeah, you might be nervous about it because you might not be feeling up to it, or you might feel like you're, you're doubting yourself. So it's like to, people have to like dig in. To push 
either stuff out away from them or push up the good stuff or like the stuff that's like presentable so to speak sure so it's like even with like a small thing like that like so like even like a role like that right where it's like you're in front of a tv cheering that takes i'm assuming that takes a a long day just to get there <laughs> i mean they took like i think like an hour to fix the food yeah like like, <laughs> and then we were like like they took like an hour uh and then uh uh they called us to go to like the the table where they had everything set up and then they were setting all of us up they were like all right you sit here uh you sit there you sit here uh and then like they like refer they go to their I forget, whatever their um the reference monitors oh, or whatever. Oh, no, no, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, and then, um, and they're, they were, like, trying to adjust things, and then they were, like, all right, let's take a five. <laughs> and then they, like, they, like, sent us back, and then they were, like, readjusting the food, because, like, I guess they had too much food, like, on one plate, so they had to, like, get uh, more plates to, like, separate it. Like, it was so funny. It's just all that work for just, for like, like literally less than five minutes of footage of just us going, like, pumping our arms, like, and it, cheering. <laughs> yeah, it's like an event, like, t- just, like, hours to get the food to look right. That, right. Not even, it's like, to look right. It doesn't even probably, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's cooked, but it probably doesn't even... Were they spraying that shiny stuff on it? No, 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 it, it was, like, it was the real food. Like, they fed us beforehand. And oh, okay. Like, they were like, you can have this, too, and drink it if you want. Okay, because I was thinking the same thing, where it's, like, presentation. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, they make it, they fluff it up, and then yeah. they spray it down. And like to make it the chicken finger in half to see the cheese come basically, out. Basically, yeah. They were like, all right, uh, let's do that again, but I want to have you, like, go ahead and reach for that fry and, like, dip it, you know, in the ketchup. Because <laughs> isn't it weird? Like, I wish I could have been there for that. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, I couldn't take it seriously. I just, yeah, I realized, like, I know how to eat food. What like, do I dip the fry sexy? Yeah. <laughs> Can I do that? Do I, like, is it, you want the strong wrist it's or, a like, dirty fry? You want to bend my wrist? How do you want yeah. it? Like, do you want me to. Little, oh, little flare, should I dab it? Yeah, yeah really. Like, like stab it. Because, <laughs> like, I think about like some of those commercials. They don't let you. They don't show the person eating the food. No, like no. they well, show them like the hand. But, yeah, they show them everything else but the like. Yeah. I'm gonna grab the food. I'm gonna uh, dip the food. So I'm gonna. But they put the burger up to their face. They don't ever show them. Like I've seen like Gatorade commercials where you show them drinking. You know what I want to see is like a, like kind of a, a parody of those food commercials where it's like different. Like you were saying, how you know they don't show the person; they just show their hand picking up the food or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like they just like do every single cut to a different shot where it's like different hands. Like somebody's like goth and he's got the nails. And yeah. just, someone's dead, decrepit, zombie ass hands. It's like, like someone really old and like like a like, mummy's hand is the next one. And like, it's like, like when is it? When are they gonna go? Is this a food restaurant? It's like, or oh, they just we'll allow anybody to eat that actually, here. That'd be good for like a Halloween, you know, like spot. <laughs> like, oh, like some yeah. spider web fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it gets like really weird and you're like alien tentacle hands. But they never show up eating it. It's like, yeah, because it's like, how will, how do they have to show an alien eating this food? I'm watching 10 years, that's going to be a commercial because somebody heard it on this podcast. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like monster hands eating different foods. But uh, we ever, I guess, uh, out of curiosity, were you ever like uh, trained, like did acting classes or, or anything like no. that? No. No, I did. I, yeah, I untrained in my first movie won me an award. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was sixteen nominees, and I couldn't accept the the reward because I was in the bathroom from angry fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. The director uh, had to go up and get the award for me. But uh, yeah, so so what was that like? I guess just what was your like? What wanted? What basically drove you to yeah. go into acting? And and you know how did you kind of. Uh, come up with your, I guess, own technique or yeah. however you get into 
character prepare for a role or anything like that? Dude, okay, so, huh. I know it's a lot of questions. No, 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 it's not at all. Because I have the perfect answer for it, but it's also kind of vague, but in reality, it's all I can think to say is just stop caring so much. Yeah. Don't give a crap. Just don't. I mean, and and it's weird when I, you know, and it's not like you just can instantly snap into that mode, but over the course of Atlanta and then being here, and, and, and I did some stuff last year too, thankfully, and then even over pandemic when I wasn't doing stuff it still was getting that mental practice of learning how to just not care so much and I started taking that into work from last year and I did a music video and I did one where I played a cop who kidnaps a girl and not uncommon (laughs) (laughs) and all I thought I mean I I thought a lot of things obviously because I'm focused on my work blah 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 but over the over arching shadow of it all was was uh, stop caring so much man I don't care and there, there were days where I was on set and they had camera point at me I was like I don't give a shit about you and I wouldn't say it out loud but I would literally think to myself those words I don't give a shit about you I don't give a shit about you I mean I hope you're all okay but I don't give a shit about you I don't give a shit about you I, mean, I don't give a shit about the light I don't give a shit about this that and that I don't give a shit about the props I mean I give a shit about those props and I give a shit about everyone and what we're doing but right. if you give too much it's noticed it's caught the energy is real yeah, energy is a is a thing. It is very real. You just can't see it, but you feel it. And when something about the magic of a camera, that energy can be felt by people immediately who aren't yeah. who aren't uh, you know empathetic or or even that really aware of that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they uh, like aren't very socially dynamic or a little inept in that regard. They still feel energy when someone's putting off a bad performance. Yeah, they still know. They they're like, oh, I don't like it. And you know, there's people who are always going to have opinions, sure. But you know, the majority of people, at least in my experience, they feel when something's awkward. And when you feel like something's awkward while they're while the camera's recording, yeah, it's going to come across. Oh yeah, it's going. The editor can't fix it. I mean, you got some good editors. Let me rephrase that. Some editors can be, you know, masters of their craft save you but you know I don't care about that yeah right don't leave it up to them to yes let them do their job I don't need to care about their job that's what they're there for yeah the editor guy do his thing he's worked hard to be here you know quit caring so much and it just to get myself into that mode of performing I mean you just it's the same thing I just don't care so much anymore I, I've learned in life there are things that really matter. Am I okay? Are my loved ones okay? Am I, do I have shelter over my head? Do I have a car? My animals are awesome. I can go. I, I make my own hours. Yeah. For the day to day, I have complete freedom. Uh, I can go home. I'm going home right after this podcast to play some Elden Ring, and then go work. Go back to work tomorrow. I have a big delivery in the morning, and I got to go get that done. And just being grateful for those things it translates into the to the thrill of that hunt because i'm just like what matters i've achieved what matters i'm alive everyone's healthy everyone's fine shelter blah 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 let's go let's go chase some acting jobs let's go let's go get into character screw it whatever and i think uh people really really another thing people really don't utilize their time in the shower and their time in the car (laughs) they really don't they really, really don't. And the first time I ever realized the car thing, especially, 
was when Arkham City was coming out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked Mark Hamill, "How did he ever get in a character to be the Joker?" And because they were still interviewing him, like, "Well, you're Luke Skywalker, and now you're the Joker," you know. And of course, he did in the animated series, but right. nobody really ever asked him. Or if they did, I didn't know this before. But he had said when he was in his car in the LA traffic, he would sit there and just, you know, everyone loves this ha- the safety of their vehicle. It's just like being in the shower. You yeah. feel the most safe you could really be. But he would talk to himself out loud. He would do laughs and say, no, that doesn't work. Or, uh, or, or, or make lines and dialogue. No, that doesn't work. He would sit there and rehearse and work while he was driving. Yeah. And, I mean, that was probably one of the biggest things that's helped me progress so much over the past few years is because I wouldn't just take the little time of silence for granted. Yeah. And I would put it to use. And so when I'm in the car, I'm thinking of music lyrics i'm thinking of things to rehearse i'm practicing singing in different vocal styles i am uh thinking of dialogue to put like in a game or even to uh, write down for lines of a uh, voiceover like demo reel for voiceovers i'm working on one with two orcs having a conversation in mordor about like (laughs) being brave and going to hunt down the hobbits yeah but they're you know they're both just like talking shit trying to sound cooler than the other you know, so I'm writing dialogue for that. All of it's coming from being behind the wheel of the car and just working all day doing deliveries. Yeah. You know, so just taking advantage of the time where you're not really doing much that we all go through. I think that's a big help for anybody in regards to any. If you like knitting, well, think of a you know cross stitch pattern while I'm sitting at the red light. Because <laughs> you, you spend know. a lot of your time, if, especially if you live in a big city like DFW, sure. and all this, you're behind the wheel. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Right. And so. Get a phone mount and then pull up some like YouTube t- t- podcasts. Hello, if, yeah. You if know? you're in traffic, like yeah, like you don't have to keep your eyes on it. It's like it's yeah. it's there, like yeah. And then if like you're in standstill traffic, like it, it's you, like you say, it's those those little like that hour here, hour there. Yes, yes. That adds up. Like if you're in traffic, an hour to work, an hour back, that's ten hours a week. Right. That like of like things that you could have spent like that's a, that doesn't take all you need is a place to sit and just and think some, uh, some time yeah yeah and then literally a place to sit they call it the toilet I've watched yeah. so many articles tutorials on YouTube yeah like I was on the toilet you yeah. know your phone it, you could record stuff you know it's like yeah. oh yeah people used to do it with the old school like, melodies thing. and music yeah, I mean, it's like I mean, just yeah. the, um, the voice app and yeah. just record something and like that aspect of Take that band of time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like you said, shower thoughts, you're in your shower. Yeah. And like, it's those things that sound cheesy, but it's like, no, when you think about an hour here, an hour, hour there, there, they add up. And when you do have the luxury of being at your computer, well, you've compiled a bunch of thoughts yes, already. Exactly. And now you're like, okay, I wrote this down, I recorded yep. this, let me dump this on my computer and look at it. And like, now you, you don't have to, because the last thing you want to do is sit at your computer to plan. Like, hopefully you could plan beforehand because exactly. you want to spend the energy at your computer designing something or trying to implement something. And so, so yeah, the, the car thing, yeah, especially in a big city where you you don't have a choice. And, like, yeah, you, you deliver. Well, I mean, like, even not in a big city, too. Like, you know, rural places, you yeah. got to drive a while to get to Exactly. Right, you know to what I'm saying? The, the, the nearest store is probably yeah. 30 minutes away. And, and people don't really realize that. And I think another thing, too, is people need to talk to themselves out loud more when they're alone. Everybody's so afraid of, in my opinion, everyone's, you know, it's very reasonable too to understand how people believe that they look crazy or sound crazy when they talk to themselves when they're yeah. around, but maybe I'm a little unstable, but uh, I feel much more in tune with myself 
being comfortable talking to myself out loud. You know, I do I, too. Like, because you want to, it's, it's one thing if you want to hear your thoughts. Like, yes, if you hear yes. it out loud, you're like, oh, I know what that sounds like. But because if you keep it in here, it's like you don't, because the, the, the um, most thoughts are meant to be heard out loud. Sure. And so if you say it out loud, it's like, oh, I know what that sounds like now. Like, like you say, you're coming up with dialogue mm-hmm. between two characters. Mm-hmm. Well, you, to speak that out loud yes, with different exactly. voices. Exactly. So yeah, like, yeah, I think, yeah, people, even when they are alone, some people are in their own space about like, I might look wild to other people. It's like, no, nah, but that is the time. Because if you're by yourself, there is nothing to worry about in terms of how you look. It's at that point, it's like how you feel. It's like, yes. I feel weird. It's like that's cool because, like, not to sound like a cheese ball, but like, I was I think it was the um, Beyonce was the it was the documentary about her Coachella performance. Yeah, and she was learning dance steps, and she said, "Yeah, you gotta feel awkward sometimes." Like, it's this is Beyonce, you know, one of the biggest performers of our generation, and she's like, "Yeah, you gotta feel awkward." Like when she's learning new dance steps, it's awkward because it's new to her, right. and she feels weird learning these new dance steps but it's like you have to feel awkward because if you don't you'll never get past that point and you'll never you know get to the point where I can effortlessly perform that move so it's like yeah the feeling because like if you could speak that line out if you can get beyond like the feeling of feeling weird and repeating those lines Mm -hmm. then it's like if you have to present your idea to somebody else, then it's like, it's nothing at that point. Like, yeah, exactly. You've you, done the reps yeah. of saying those words out loud. And it's like, oh yeah, this is this is like just me and my car talking yeah. to these lines out loud. Like, and doing it for so long literally turned into this thing to where I now will, I'm, I'm entertaining myself. To, to answer your question earlier about yeah. getting in that mindset, it's turned into now um, entertaining myself and just letting other people watch. I'm entertaining myself, and the camera just happens to be there. Ah, okay. I'm entertaining myself, and you guys are here. And I'm entertaining myself, or it's time to audition, and the casting director's just there. Yeah. You know, it's turned into this thing to where you only get one life. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I get it. But at the end of the day, it's the reality. You get one chance to exist, and then, boop, done. You get one shot. One opportunity. Yeah. You don't get to uncle. Dun, you dun, either dun, have dun, it, dun, dun, or you dun, let it dun, slip. Dun, dun, dun. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, that's the thing, right? Where it's, yeah, it all sounds like, honestly, like cliches are cliches because some, they, they work. Or like, yeah, some, they've gone, people have gone through those things enough to where it's like, yeah, it sounds, it sounds cliche, cheesy because it's, it's like the easiest thing that maybe you were afraid to consider because it sounded cliche. It's like, no, it, it works. Some things are, are cheesy or cliche because they're true. Yeah, it's like it, it's just you know something. No, there's no getting past that. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, it's I think the thing I think when when it comes to people who like I watch YouTubers who talk about like the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Most people who would have never thought they'd be on YouTube when the pandemic happened. There's a few teachers that I follow on on YouTube. They don't. I mean, of course, school shut down. And so yeah. They started YouTube channels. Because they taught. Was or like, OnlyFans. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> you're going to learn a thing or two there. <laughs> but like, they they like they, they teach in front of a classroom. There's no camera. So like those, it's just between you and the students. Right. But now it's like, I have to do this for potentially millions of people. And now it's like... I'm entertaining myself and just let them watch. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? I think they just turn the camera on and it's like, okay, I'll... They have that reference point but I can pretend I'm talking to a classroom of people and like 
but it's bigger than a classroom. But I think some people are, would be better off like with that mindset because like that camera, knowing that it's on, it's intimidating. It's like sure. it's that staring light. back at you, and yeah. you're like, you have to talk like there's people here. Yeah, it's like you're almost like it's almost like the camera is judging you. It's like that camera's looking back at me, yeah. and like I have to give my best performance, but the camera's like because yeah. it the camera it puts like gravity on it. It's yeah. like I, I, it feels like this. I know this is going somewhere else. Like what recording this podcast is like. It it got we got, I got used to it pretty easy where it's like oh it just we're talking but the mic happens to be there yeah like you don't like the camera has a light or you're looking at a, the monitor and you see the app or the program active you're like I guess it's lucky for me like I don't have to look at the screen you so like you like, yeah it's oh like so you can you're keeping track of the time but yeah I think if people just know that like okay I'll whatever I entertain myself like I'm just gonna turn on the device and go. Because I think then if you know or you feel like the camera's on, then you risk not sounding like you. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just have to make peace with what you what you're doing and where you are. And then you know once you can accept it truly inside and out, you are where you are and you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Everything just kind of dissolves and you're there, you know, and you're just there for you. And yeah. Let them be there to witness. Yeah. What is your uh? prefer I guess genre of like performance that oh, you yeah. like all except I'll, I love them all for sure yeah except I'll tell you the ones that I haven't I'll tell you okay so I love them all but the one I've done that's the hardest was horror but the one I have not done which I fear to do with all of my soul is like Hallmark style oh man like the sappy <laughs> like the yes dramatic. I'm so oof. I, I mean it's not that I don't like it it's just I'm really like that to me feels like a scary one. Like, how can you do the dreamy eye? And the, it's like I'm me, dude. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, because it's do like that. it's a that's like that. It seems like that that style of movie. It's a art form unto itself. Yeah, you're I think right. Now they're. I think Hallmark is like they're self-aware. Yeah, like they know. Right, like I think it, it like the genre in itself is like I believe like like you know Netflix just turns out you know content like crazy yeah. and like one of the things is like I think they do like Hallmark style movies yeah. like especially around the holidays it's like yeah. they have the set they because it's easy right with the holiday movies you already know the set yeah. the yeah. plot is pretty much the same yeah. like there's like like a handful of tropes they shuffle through right. the costuming the is the guy that moved away and then he's coming back for the holidays <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and he's like really hot now and the yeah. guy oh, yeah. like, has a crush yeah, yeah like that, that yeah like it's just a handful of, like, oh yeah they go, come, he's going back to his hometown the 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 shop owner's parents or whatever or they, the daughters come back to visit it's like oh, I remember man. you it's like it's so it's like Don't that even style that. right like it's the I wonder if the actors who do that style when they get that role they put their mindset in like I know what this is I know what this looks like I know this is hokey feeling yeah I know this is like people from the outside who don't watch these movies look at it like a joke but there are people. They make them every year because it's dedicated fans of yeah. that style. And I right. respect it. I have yeah. a lot of respect for that craft because it's, right. it's a really niche genre. It's yeah. not just yeah. romance. It is Hallmark romance. Yeah, like it's not like, yeah, it's not like rom-com yeah. versus like straight up romance versus like... A soap opera. Yeah, yeah like soap opera is like... It's it's different. It's different. Like a soap opera is like, they're like over dramatic. But like with Hallmark, it's like... It's like this balance. It's quaint. It's yeah, like, quaint's a good You kind of have to make... The, every character feels like you know him type of thing but yeah I, I, so I, I, was, I was curious about like I know there's some actors who you know they get typecast 
but then some actors they have a preference and like I just I was curious like what genre yeah because like, I know they all feel like I can imagine like there's people who one year they film a horror movie but like the next year seeing a comedy movie it's yeah like, well how'd they do that like my like, oh, they you were know, just having fun and let the camera watch. Man, yeah, like you know? Jeff Daniels, right? Dumb and Dumber. Right. Oh, As yeah. a kid, yeah. I like that was my favorite movie. I think I had. Yeah, it me too. <laughs> like, and, I, like, and then a couple years later, I saw him in the movie where he was playing George Washington. Yeah. I was like, this is the guy from Dumb and Dumber who's George. I was like twelve. I'm like, he's George Washington. I don't know what I'm watching. And then you learn he was not a comedy actor, but his yeah. agent was like, you should do Dumb and Dumber. It's going to save your career, and it did. Because you watch him in an interview, him and they would interview him and Jim Carrey together. Right. Jeff Daniels is the really like the, the, the straight guy. Yeah. He wouldn't crack jokes. And then you watch it like he's really good at bouncing off of people, but he's that's not what he does. It's just that he could do it, but he would much rather be a drama actor. Right. And but then you like, have the newsroom, and it's right. like whoa. Yeah, like so it was one of those things where it's like you could do it all and you like it all, yeah. but it's like you feel at home. In a yeah. certain genre, I, I, to be honest, I feel at home everywhere but horror and Hallmark. But I haven't done Hallmark. I want to try horror again, but to be honest, just it's like going back to just I guess it's just a me thing. But that thrill of the hunt, the fact that it's any genre, is any genre is a genre at all, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love them all. Um, the most experience I have is with drama and being an extra that's another different thing but yeah. drama so far yeah I mean it's what I've known the best but I did get to do one that was like drama dramedy yeah somewhat okay. and I think uh, that was really special was that that was actually the movie that oh did. okay and that so far that was although it was one of my first ones and you definitely see I was a junior in it the the drama and the comedy and bouncing back and forth between those character types in in one project, I uh, I enjoyed the heck out of that for sure, for sure. Yeah, cause like what well, I think about like Judd Apatow does his movies right, where it's like it's like a serious plot, but like the the actors in it have funny dialogue. Like yeah. was a Silver Linings Playbook, it was like a serious movie, but they're oh, okay. like the riffing is comedy, right? But like the overall tone of it's real yeah. serious, like the stuff in Face Off where they're smart, like snarky at each other. I remember, like, I was really. Oh, that movie confused me when I was a kid. I'm like, is this that the one where they they trade yeah, faces? They trade yeah. face, they're doing a second one. Are with they with the yeah, same they, actors? Yeah, yeah, where they give the faces back. Well, I've no never seen way. It's face on. <laughs> they, okay. Are you serious? Yes and no. It is what? happening, but everything else after that was a lie. Okay, no, like, cause like, I mean, like, cause it was they were one was they, it were cops, right? One was a cop, and yeah, was a criminal. One was a criminal. But they, no, John Travolta, and Nick Cage, they want to do it. They're totally on board. They're it's gonna happen, but they're not rushing it because now Hollywood's learned don't do that let people have time to get the projects right so it's still in script work last I heard mm. but yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's coming that stuff like it's like the it's like a tone shift like that movie Battle Royale that movie it's like you see you know Battle Royale right it's the, it's the Japanese movie with right, yeah, the, yeah. the delinquent I, I, school kids right and they have the it's basically the whole like everyone every man for themselves yeah that movie yeah. Is, I mean it's a really serious it was a, it's a serious movie but it's comedy all in it yeah. and there's parts of it where I don't think they would ever show even in American theaters. Like, they couldn't show that here in the States. Like, that's an N17 setting. They couldn't show that. But, like, it's like the tone shift of, like, he's funny character, but, like, everything around it is, like, what? Like, how how is he able to be that character in that setting where it's, like, he's funny, but everything else around him is, there's gravity behind it. I can imagine, like, certain roles 
that mindset of like that dual mindset of being in one type of movie but having to be this character that's totally different like a juxtaposition that's mm-hmm. like you that's like years like not years but like months of like really kind of understanding like I have to go on set and be this guy and it has to be consistent with the day before yeah and and I have to match the intensity every day or right. else like you said the energy is going to be off and the yeah, people right. the cast members know David's off today or is yeah. he like, uh, so yeah you're right you're right and then and, and that consistency is required but it's weird you know it goes back to what I was saying earlier in this, this weird kind of loop to keep my mental state balanced when I'm when I'm working yes yeah. you gotta season it with a little bit I don't give a shit and it just you know to be intense that next day but don't overdo it you know don't overdo your thoughts is what I'm saying don't overdo the, the stress and the prep you'll be fine yeah like, mm-hmm. you'll be fine I mean and you know how like so many things you see in movies where they're like oh I don't even know what to do this. they're like don't worry about it you'll be fine just go with the flow they say that for a reason like it you will mess the biggest obstacle in all of it is yourself for sure yeah for sure some things like they'll that happens unscripted they leave it in the movie yeah it's just like they yeah. finally got that natural feeling like, out of yeah. the actor and uh I think about that one scene in Django the oh with the the cup the, 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 oh, yeah, the, glass. the glass neck was like real he cut his hand open but they're like the weird part was like Harry Washington did not know that he was gonna smear the blood like that was all like everything in that scene was real yeah. like he cut his hand he didn't know he was gonna cut his hand she didn't know that he was gonna smear blood on her face it was like Okay, I they, I guess they maybe I wonder if they, they were trying to they didn't either get the sugar glass or it's like he they finally got it right and he's like I'm bleeding real bad but let's go, uh so yeah it's like kind of like just kind of go with the like going with the flow I guess, um but like at at certain expenses it's like but like the thing is it's if the camera's on and you overthink it then it's like they know. you're thinking about an entire from the cast to the crew they're like it feels like everybody's eyes on you it's like that yeah. person's like getting their eyes what's wrong with this person like it feels like not just it, it you, you're, you feel like it's the weight on your shoulder of the cast and crew kind of waiting for you to get in the right yeah a good a good way I've, I've kind of combated that on set is thinking I want to do put on a good show yeah not for the camera but for the crew because they're they're all there too because they love this stuff they love entertainment so entertain them we're all they're all standing out in the cold or heat or whatever they've been here much longer than me on their feet right you know they're the ones dealing with the, the hard stuff they deserve to be getting paid much more than the actors in my opinion and I mean if they if I can entertain them in the room then the camera is an afterthought it got what it needed and meant some if everybody there live is enjoying the show then you're that's where it's at, in my opinion. What was your favorite project you worked on? Favorite project? That's a good question. Uh, so far, I think... Oh, man. Probably my first one, that movie I did. Chris, when you won an award for, right? No. Yeah, that, and it just... I don't know. It's just the more I, the more I think back on it, yeah. Time after time, it, it's just like the one that really allowed me to. I don't want to say flex, but to to really go all out and and give it my all. And it was the first time I ever got to see. Oh, I'm capable of this. Right. I can do this. Did um, 
uh, what was the name of the project? At the time, it was called These Lost Souls. Mm-hmm. Don't know what came so out. I, I saw it at the film festival. It was awesome. Uh, the director emailed it to me, and then I promptly lost that email. So <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to call him again at some yeah. point and get it. But uh, I don't know where it ended up going. But I'm gonna get my hands on it one day. Yeah. And I'm gonna we'll, we'll watch it. I'll send it to you. But uh, so what was um, I guess you know where did you find the role mm-hmm. and how did you land on it? Yeah. So I got on Google. Because uh, I, I one day had a like a mental epiphany. I was living the cubicle life. Yeah. And uh, essentially, I realized that corporate anywhere, regardless of corporate America, corporate Earth, is pretty much not going to care about you. Life, death, poverty, fortune, they don't care. They never will. You're mm-hmm. a number and you always will be. You know, cog in the wheel, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, saw some stuff that frightened me to my core, and I said no more. And I got on Google, looked up acting jobs, Dallas, Texas, and then found uh, a casting site uh, for, like, extras. And yeah. clicked on it, uh, put all my info in there on a whim, and then two days later, I was confirmed for Queen of the South. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was yeah. on USA. Yeah, and I was nine different characters in the background. Oh, wow. Just because they enjoyed having me on set, and I had a great time, and it was just going with the flow and enjoying it. I didn't realize at the time that's what I was doing because I was a newbie, you know. Right. It's like, oh, you know. But it went so well that it went so well. Oh, okay. okay. And yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, it just took off, and I just kept getting more extra stuff, and then I would get on Google and dig and dig and dig. And finally, I found one on Google from some random site that looked like it was virus riddled with ads from the <laughs> 90s or something. Oh. And I braved the storm and got up in there and saw a post on it. And it said, email with headshots and, and do a resume. And I was like, okay, I'll put a resume with Queen of the South. And <laughs> yeah. And as an extra, and I went in, did the whole audition. And they had to, and I remember my monologue. They had me do a monologue. And it was from Better Call Saul where he explains the uh, squat cobbler video to the police interrogating him. Where, Did you have it memorized, or was it in yeah, person? Oh, yeah, no, okay, it was okay. in person and memorized, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, so I did forget it, I did forget it, uh, my lines once, mid, uh, mid-monologue on, on the first attempt. Yeah. But it was so funny, they let me like, pick the sheet and put it back down, and it, it still ended up working because they liked me. But if anybody wants a good monologue... If you're an actor out there and you want a good monologue, look up the squat cobbler scene from Better Call Saul. <laughs> if you can make someone laugh with that scene in an audition, you're going to feel really good if you get the part. Was that given to you or was that something you no, came up with on, on your own? No, I found it on my own. Yep. Awesome. And okay. that, that scene was great. <laughs> have, you ever, have you seen that scene before? I don't think so. Look it up. It's pretty funny. All it's, right. it's pretty good. So like the, I guess that's a good point where if when, when you do, when they contact you for the job, but is it is that like, is that like a known thing to have a monologue ready? Like have something um, like yes, that? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is an absolute thing. But that was the only time I ever needed a monologue. Okay. I think I don't. I, I guess uh, because the other a lot of the other lead or supporting roles I'd gotten from that were from that same studio because they liked working with me in that movie. Yeah, it's really cool. And then in Atlanta, the the hustle and bustle is so get out of here, get going, get go, 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 go. 
so I didn't have to do any monologues. They were just like, go, 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 let's get it done, do this, meet me, yeah. meet me here, meet me there, which was fun, but I didn't I didn't run into any monologue stuff, but I'm pretty sure if there were anything like a big roles, I'm sure no They would want that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have in your back pocket anyway. Right, right, I was, uh, and, and that Dave and Buster's thing, some of the people that I met um, was, one of the guys that I met uh, was pretty much saying like, like he has one memorized at all times because it's just good to have mm-hmm. on hand mm-hmm. especially like if you're looking for representation there those you know talent seekers are most likely want you to like if you're going to submit you're going to want to have mm-hmm. something uh, that, that monologue or yeah. something and, and uh, that's the thing is i just picked a monologue that entertained me yeah. as much as i wanted to entertain whoever and it does, i mean it doesn't seem like something that would be very common like yeah. like you know People would think like I guess just scenes from classic movies, but here sure. you have something from a comedy, like a drama, you know, a dramedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of like yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's a good one. I won't spoil it because I don't remember it all primarily. <laughs> but if you watch uh, that scene, it's a good one. But um, yeah, I, I, the um, so yeah, I, I mean that, that seems like the same thing for me. Like I think my favorite thing was also probably my first one. Only because of just the circumstances around it, it was just yeah. a you know school project, like a university project. Um, you know I, uh, you know memorized all my lines, and then the day of, I find out that my scene partner dropped out. Yeah, that happened. Oh, that Yeah, happen. and then uh, so like I get there and like pretty much all my. Uh, everything that I had memorized like was thrown out the window because we had to like everything had to be like rewritten or improved right then and there and so uh, I I feel bad for the guy who commissioned it like the whole project like it was his idea and whatever but I mean in all honesty it didn't turn out that well (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like because it was just like I mean everything just didn't turn out well like there there was one part that I guess you know did go well but nothing went according to how it should have gone yeah and that's gonna happen but even then, it's like. But I mean, and honestly, I bullshitted my way there because I never had any experience. I was just, you know, yeah, that was my first it. thing. I was just like, you know, I got in, um, and it was a fun few hours, um, and and you know, it got me in the feeling of being on set, uh, which is you know very fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say probably yeah, the first thing. And first I think project. I think it's honestly whenever you know shit hits the fan on set I, I've come to enjoy it yeah <laughs> it's like the, good to say but I love it it's like, it's like that feeling of like where everything on set is supposed to feel structure but then it's like that here comes this unpredictability well yeah I mean that's where I, I default on coming correct you know before you go to set it's all fun and games but do your mm-hmm. homework you yeah know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and once you got that homework done no matter what happens on set you did your part Right. Yeah, you did your part. You know, what I mean, it sucks that something went bad. I'll know, but I mean, you never know what's gonna happen. That's a part of the game. Yeah, and if you're prepped for that, and then you learn to enjoy it, then whenever shit hits the fan, you're like, all right, whatever. I got my lines. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on you that when yeah, the things, I, you know, it hit the fan. It's yeah, like, I mean, uh, that that project I did last year where I've had to play the police officer, that shit was hitting the fan left and right. I mean, it it was it still was completed. Thankfully. Yeah. But, you know, it could have gone better. But I knew going into it, oh, I've worked with these people before. This might be a little rough. So I was like, do it for me and entertain myself and just let them bear witness. And I just brought it. And 
you know, it's up to the audience to decide or whatever. You know, but for me personally, I was like, oh yeah, I hit it 110. percent I hit yeah. it hard. I got it. That sounds weird, but I got it. And I, and I mean, I'll send you the link to it. I mean, yeah. I outdid everybody in there. And was that for you said for a music video? No, no, no. It was for a short film. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, it. I just, I just was like, let's come correct. Let's do everything we can. This is great for the demo reel. You know, even if you do better than everybody. Oh yeah, else. that's that's the main thing. Is like sometimes yeah, you just yeah. gotta do things, things because that's real. free footage. Yes, exactly, like. exactly. <laughs> and it was a paid gig too. I was, I was really happy about that. But yeah, it was just come correct. Bring all you got. Even if the other person across, if your scene partner's not that good, so what? Do yeah. do so good that it makes them look better. Yeah. You know? And that was my mind. My, my, my thought process you know do it do it do it I'll sprinkle with a little bit of that don't give a shit you know ease up you know but still it's like come correct I mean and it it felt really good yeah it felt really good and it was obvious you could you could tell watching it that oh yeah I was trying yeah and that felt good that felt really good even though other things went wrong <laughs> and I mean we had a guy storm off set and I mean oh, wow. oh yeah it was the whole run I was still like let's go let's go because I did my part let's go let's go <laughs> so you know and it sucks if things go wrong of course but you know it's part of the game right. shit can happen um I don't think I have any more questions do you anything about no um I mean, oh where are you finding roles now are you on like backstage or actors access uh, or uh backstage I am not on but actors access uh this year I haven't this year I've been buckling down on getting my knowledge okay. with, with music and studying and, and getting Unreal, you know, working on finesse yeah. with that. Uh, and I'm wanting to travel a lot this year. So, you know, in terms of getting roles, uh, I don't think I've acted this year, have I? God, it's been a fast year. Yeah, this year's gone by really fast. Yeah, it's already creepy. May. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's really Well, creepy. June. Yeah, June. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. By the time people hear this, it'll yeah. be June. Uh, where I'm getting roles now, um, the same sources. Just uh, friends. Uh, Googling. I mean, Google's a wonderful thing. Um, the websites I used to go on. And I had a couple of services that I signed up for in Atlanta as well that still send me updates. Yeah. Like, hey, we would like to use you for this set, whether it be extra or speaking or featured or whatever. They, I still get updates on that. Actors Access, they still blow up my, my inbox all the time. Um, so, you know, the same sources are still out there working, you know, doing yeah. their thing. But uh, my big goal for this year is to get an agent. Yeah. Because I've got enough footage. I've got enough pictures. It's just time. I mean, I need an agent. I'm, I think I'm ready for ready for an agent yeah you know so I, that's my biggest goal this year is to get on the road and get some help yeah and then uh, but I'm not you know this is where my life my existence on this earth is dedicated to this to entertainment yeah I will always be an entertainer in, in so many different aspects gaming music um, I'm, I want it's always been a dream to write a comic about Batman one day yeah and I really like a side story. I've been thinking of it since I was a kid, and I, I just, you know, it's time to pull the trigger, so to say. Probably not the best phrase to use right now. Oh, oh <laughs> crap. Uh, it's time to put the uh, first step forward to do to do it. Yeah. So, uh, first, first city you want to travel to? Hotel information. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exact GPS coordinates. Okay, we're gonna go to Savannah, Georgia. 
Sorry, I and I want much <laughs> too late to. I want to. I want to go to Savannah, Georgia, and I want to play chess with a ghost. <laughs> I mean, it's the South, right? So it's pretty it's haunted. Yeah, Savannah's in, one of the most in the country. Yeah, because I mean, like a lot of this was to say that real estate agents in New Orleans they list houses if they're haunted or not haunted. Yeah, Savannah was one of the listed. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. really cool, and you can get cheaper prices for haunted houses. Cool, but in Savannah, that's one of the thirteen colonies. Yes, yeah. so, so it's like imagine it's like oh, there's some darkness down there, some history. I mean, I want to so, go see it. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's the okay. Because I was thinking now, like getting an agent, because mm-hmm. they're be like they're they're the ones that they're the ones that that's your, they they find leads, right? Like yes. there's things from what I understand. There's like yes. things that are available publicly to everyone yes. who yes. has access to these resources. And then there's things that only go to agents. And that's the big... Yeah, that's the... Yeah, that's, the big and that's why you do want an agent. As right. Because, like... And you want that SAG card, son. Right. Yeah, because that means that you... You're so it's like, it's certi- like, it's, it's, like Matt, it's, you're certified, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Because, like, like, some people... Is it where you get a... Is it speaking roles where you you get your SAG card? Where... No. Or how's that run with the SAG card? I think card? it's, like... That's... Well, for acting, it's, like... You have to get... Have, like, two, maybe three speaking roles on, yeah. a, on a union project. Yes. Okay. Um, and then it's thirty five hundred. Yeah, and then you have to. Is it yearly? <laughs> that, no, I, I think yeah. it's one time, isn't it? I think it is one time, but I think there is dues though. The, yeah, because it's a union, and then right, like yeah. to actually, it's the initiation. I think is what costs the most. Yeah. And it, does it expire? Like the like it's a. I mean, like that's it, a good question. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't but, think it does. Uh, I, but I mean, well, one thing is like I guess when you're starting out, from what you know, this is all research that I've done. Yeah. Is that you know, at, like if you join SAG, then you can't do non-union projects like yeah. things that you you know uh you know if you're in a small market then you know you can't work on these things because you're only you can only legally do um, so and yeah. i actually ran into a guy um when i was doing queen of the south and he yeah. was sag certified and all that and he hated it because he lived in dallas and union stuff does not shoot down here right they go to atlanta or new orleans or whatever dallas used to be uh, a hub for filming kind of I mean, they did robocop yeah, like, because <laughs> Dallas was one of those cities where people didn't know what it looked like. So, right. like, yeah, you could do RoboCop, because, yeah. like, the, I think the city hall was, like, the police station or something, and, like, they they, they we just they just built that city hall, where it, it looks weird. It looks, yeah. it's, the, you know, the building, the slanted building. For people who don't live in DFW, the, the Dallas city hall is a, it's the one in RoboCop. If you've seen RoboCop, yeah. you've seen the big slanted building, and then, like, the parts like it's like you knew that was Oak Cliff, but it's like they said Detroit's like that's Oak Cliff. I've yeah. seen that place before, <laughs> but like I remember like you know they the studios of Las Colinas, um, they filmed Walking Texas Ranger here. Yeah, they filmed Barney here. Prison Break. Yeah, Prison Break was yeah that was the that's actually down the street in Irving. Yeah, cause my I was at my I was down home yes you know I was back home and people were watching that show. I was like I thought I forgot I almost forgot about that show Prison Break, but yeah, I remember that was a big deal. They'll film it here. Like then that one show, Halt and Catch Fire, that was on A and E. They filmed it here because Dallas used to be a city where they would film a lot. I wonder what. Like I wonder if like Atlanta just happened to because Atlanta had been making the push to be like the metropolitan area of the South yeah. for a while, and they finally got there. And like and then Tyler Perry happened. Yeah, he built. I mean, he has. I think he has the largest replica of the White House. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on yeah. His, like he Have has. Have you eight, seen his tour that he did like two, three years ago on YouTube? I haven't or seen not. the full thing. I've seen part of his set where it's like he owns. I don't know how many acres. He oh, owns. It's, it's mad. They now they have like they have a whole neighborhood there mm-hmm. that's not even for set use. It's a functioning neighborhood, many houses. It's just for guests and crew to stay there when they're shooting for like weeks on end. 
Yeah, wow. it's, yeah. He did, they did like production of Black Panther there. Yeah, all, um, all the Marvel stuff is there. I mean, yeah, like they have giant lots there. But yeah, Atlanta oh, yeah. became the yeah. It's it's the hotbed now. It's mm-hmm. almost like if you watch like the Family Feud, they filmed that there. Mm-hmm. Like you see the the logo Georgia with the peach. Like it Atlanta Adult Swim's always been there. Yeah, like that was the beginning. I think Atlanta like making the push to be like yeah. you don't have to go to L.A. or New York. Cause it used to be, you know, second city. That's why it was, you know, Chicago was second city. Yeah. So it used to be New York or Chicago, uh, if it wasn't LA. Uh, and so, so yeah, it's. Uh, lost my fucking train of thought. It's it's just a big market there now. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta's yeah, it's it, big metro area. Like it's, and it's beautiful too. It's like it's like Dallas, but with better trees and five degrees cooler all the time. <laughs> yeah, because. It's where you know what Atlanta is. I find unique about Atlanta. There are actually like two skyline in Atlanta. Yeah, there's a midtown Atlanta that has. If you're if you if you're not from Atlanta, you would think you you wouldn't be able to figure out what you know how we have a downtown Dallas. Right. Atlanta has two of them. It's weird how that happened because like you can see <laughs> midtown Atlanta. Yeah. From and then you can see downtown Atlanta. Yeah. But midtown Atlanta has a lot of buildings in it. It's like how did that happen? And I think that's like, I guess that's like part of the growth of Atlanta. It's like Atlanta has a lot of business going on down there because the South in general, that was like the hidden secret. You move to the South, it's cheaper. Like people are moving to Dallas. The housing market's a mess now. Right. But Dallas used to be the place people, that was like the secret. Like, yeah, come to DFW. Houses are like ridiculous, dirt cheap here as compared to other parts of the world, other country. Now it's... Yeah, it's a mess everything's now. messed up. Like, the, like remember the recession and people were moving down here from the North? in like 2009 2010 to find jobs and it was like yeah I can live like a king down here or like people athletes who lived in California but they pay like 50% tax mm-hmm. yeah. so they would they couldn't even afford to live in California they would move to Texas but then play in California yeah. like golfers would say I can't afford to live here I'll move to Texas they would buy condos and then stay in California for practice season pretty much and like but they, they only like they're not stationed there Yeah, but like yeah the it's it's you know like the about like a the the, the is it Tyler, what's it called Tyler Perry he has a name for it. I can't think what Medea like the there's world is it called the Perryverse yeah the Perryverse <laughs> the Perry Cinematic Universe <laughs> Medea would be the Thanos of it but yeah like the, and the Captain America yeah and she, the Iron Man she'd be all like yeah the, he has the lot like the, it's crazy to think that he has the largest White House like replica yeah like Hollywood is like you would think. Hollywood, all the movies they film, like, but Tyler Perry has the largest replica White House. And it looks, it's like, I think it's the one-to-one scale, the, mm. the facade of it. So it's like, you're there, it's one-to-one. Wow. But yeah, the, have you, I'm a dumb question, have you met Tyler Perry? No. Okay, I'm like, and uh, at, there was a time where he was up and coming, but now he's like a mega star. Like he's just one of the. Top. I mean, yeah. If you people bump into him, he's apparently a nice guy. But you know. did you catch any celebs while your time in Atlanta? Yeah, Mr. Robo Voice. What the hell happened? There? I don't know. So get <laughs> my, cool. get <laughs> Puberty. It's getting to my bedtime. Uh, yeah, I met. Uh, I met all the cast of The Resident. They were cool. Um, I met Queen Latifah. That was cool. Uh, I met. In Dallas, I met people from uh, uh, Queen of the South, Lisi Braga. That was really fucked up. I messed up so bad when she walked up to me. 
Oh, how so? Did you like I, I, I couldn't speak Spanish. Oh, okay. Oh, did she? Did <laughs> she she said mucho gusto. I was like, thanks. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay. She was like, you looked apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much how I got there. Yeah. Oh, and they made me hold a parrot that was like fifty years old or, or twenty-two years old. Kind of a kind of an eight. Those numbers are far apart. Yeah. But it was one of them, and that was an old ass bird, and it was like only one of like ten left in the world. And they're like, yeah, you ever handled animals before? And I'm like, well. The dog, sure, yeah. Here you go, hold this bird. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you go, it's there's a, there's an episode somewhere where I am on camera with uh, Boaz, uh, JT Campos, and I'm sitting over his left shoulder, and I'm holding this big ass parrot that is a live, real, huge. The thing was like three feet. I don't know, parrot, large parrot size yeah. parrot. Like was it like a macaque or like a cockatoo? He was a high quality bird, that's for sure. That, and he was a... colorful, and but he jumped oh, off of me. Oh, and crap. hit the ground. Like did he like did he land on the ground? He like, couldn't did... fly. He was too old. So oh. he was flat, 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 smacked into the ground, and they wouldn't call cut. So he so, just <laughs> you know, they were they were like the cameraman, all that. We're about to crush this bird that's worth like like a hundred grand. This, we gotta get this and shot. I, and I was like, it. I was like the the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, and then like I had to be the one to make noise and fuck up the shot. Yeah. Until they until they realized, oh, there's a bird there. Was it on like so they went on one of those tracks like where they? No, no, no. It was just it was on a, a dolly but okay. without the without the tracks and um, it was a cart. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, because they, they, they had those tracks. And then there's like they. Yeah, yeah. No, it was on a cart and they were pulling it back and I'm like, y'all about to kill that bird? Like, yeah. stop, stop. Because they would have looked at you and the say, handler was sweating bullets, man. It was oh. What it was, Cause he yeah, the, I thought, well, he was an older guy and he, yeah. he's on a set for a film. You know how people who don't do that regularly get nervous oh, yeah, yeah, quiet, yeah. you know? And Quite on the set. That was the biggest adrenaline rush I ever got on set. Was, uh, about oh, to kill a bird. Yeah, and I saw them. I saw the director of uh, Star scold one of the main actresses on that because she was being a diva. And so oh. she stopped the scene and said, come with me. And they walked out. And then you hear some like yelling from the other side of the studio for like three or four minutes, and then they walk back in, and that, we had to film a party scene, so there was a lot of extras in there, all like, ooh, shit. Was it like school style? Like they go, ooh. No, no, everybody was. You, you could like instigating. You, you just do the energy in the room, but don't say anything, so yeah. you don't get fired. You know what I mean? But it was like there were smiles everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because you do it got tense. Oh yeah, at one I mean, point. And plus, you could see a main a main actor of this show. You know, she was she wasn't being friendly. Yeah, you know, and they were like, "Come with me." <laughs> so that was interesting. But yeah, That's the thing I think that, that could be a whole different like the you've been there. I'm like that. You've you've done the set life enough, but like yeah. those instances where like you hear that leaked audio of certain actors going off. Oh yeah, yeah. On a cast, and it's like that's how it is all the time like either like directors do it or the because you know it's time crunch and all that sure yeah. it's well, on it's on the decline though because nowadays if you know after Joss and after other things that have gone on oh, you're yeah. getting exposed for bad treatment it's it's starting to become a thing of the past professionalism and just not even that uh, common courtesy towards mm-hmm. others is starting to become a lot more prevalent because mm-hmm. it used to be like that was the method of certain people. Like they had sure. to be hierarchy a and jerk, stuff. and like yeah. yeah, like you have to put up with it. Like yeah. that it's not. Uh, I guess a form of hazing, kind of. Exactly. It's like this is the hey, that's abuse. the ropes. Like you have to take the abuse of mm-hmm. that person browbeating you. You're you're, you're um, in wrestling they say um, you know, paying like paying your dues. Yeah. Or getting your your bump card. You know, when the wrestler gets the mat, it's the bump card. Yeah, get your bump card. Fill it up. But yeah, so yeah. Um, 
I guess we can look out for you in the. Well, many, Please we, do. We, we estimate like you're never gonna be in the on the marquee in bright lights. Oh man, one day, <laughs> one day, y'all have uh, y'all always have free entry to whatever the hell I'm doing. You hear that? Right. Everybody uh, listening? You hit no, I'm joking. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I guess. Do you have any plugs you want to do? Oh yeah, sure. You hear? Um, floor is yours. Keep. Keep your ear out for the name David Osmaya, please. If you ever hear it, just be like, oh my God, I heard a podcast. Spell it for people who... Um... Yes, my first name, David. My middle name, uh, Oz, O-Z. And then my last name, Maya, M-A-Y-A. There you go. No excuses, I am made no. of flesh and blood when I do things. But, uh, yeah. Uh, things to plug. Nothing right now, because right now I'm on a, on a very good and well-deserved journey of uh, grinding for XP. Okay. You know? As they say. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that XP grind right now, so just just keep your you know for the next boss battle. If keep you want to show, peeled. yeah, if you want to show support on uh, Instagram, you can add me on there. Uh, just look up my name. If my Instagram's still active, mm-hmm. social media got kind of toxic. Oh that's, yeah. You know that's a thing. Yeah. I want to use. I got to go back to it because I know. It's I like a it. yeah. It's something that yeah. It's like you a just love have hate to do. thing. Yeah, it's right. almost like it's you're like, for like if it's like getting wheel changes. Yeah, like, yeah, I you drive the car, so you got to do it. You like, even though, it, like, yeah. I don't want to do it. But it's like, yeah. if you're out there in any kind of public capacity, you have to have a social media. Like, you don't even exist to some people Yes, if you don't have a social media presence. And it's like... Speaking of social media, there is one thing I want to plug. Oh, my okay. God, I didn't tell you guys before we started. I just bought a webcam. I'm going to start streaming. Oh, well. Oh, cool. Yes. That's a whole new world. Yes. We had, that was one of our podcasts. We had an episode about, like, people who... Oh, yeah. stream to nobody right because like oh, yeah. it was before the pandemic whereas like people who spent years and years and years on yeah. twitch and like nobody could sure. never get like to no fault of their own it's just the algorithm sure but right. then like they get that one follower and then it starts and then it they do can make a career of it mm-hmm. like they we, they talk to people who got you know we won't, like he said we won't go over the whole podcast but like the interest like the, the, the interesting thing of like starting something a venture like that yeah like this podcast we we get like broad metrics of who might click the link right but like how long you know or like who or like is it more than one person at one device yeah what counts as a listen is it yeah. more than five seconds more than 30 seconds but yeah what are you streaming like what's your um gaming topic? i just i just gaming even and, and i even thought about what you had said too before i even wanted to buy a camera was the whole what if i'm streaming for nobody I'm not streaming for nobody. I'm streaming for myself. This is this see. That's is, the, I think that's yeah, the yeah. mindset to have. Yeah, more practice, getting comfortable on on a camera. Whatever, yeah. fine, sure, getting used to it. More, more. It's rest. experience in a different way. This, this might be out, you know, slaying level one balloon monsters or whatever, you know. But yeah, you got to hey, do it compared to the cameras I'm used to having in my face. It's great, you know. Yeah, that Why camera. Yeah, that camera's nothing. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Had, and so I getting, mean, and then and it also I get to practice stay, uh, presence, you know, talking to people when I'm not on like a script or, or chosen dialogue. Yeah. So I really want, and I want to share good games with people because like I was playing Elden Ring the other day and I had a whole freak out because I got a fear of heights, and I was on the side of this tower. I, you, neither of you have played it, right? Nope. But it is uh, unreal. <laughs> so but, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is like the level design on this game. It is. It's it's it is Keanu Reeves level of breathtaking, you know. Like it, there. Anyway, I'm on this tower, and literally, like you have this tower's probably got three feet of a ledge, and then it's just death for like hundreds of feet down. Yeah. And I was freaking out because I, I'm so scared of heights, and I couldn't turn the camera to even look down, or I'd start like getting upset. And we had a <laughs> blast over it. 
And so just things like that, it's like, I want people to enjoy my day with me. Yeah. You know? So yeah, like the, that's the... Uh, Whenever I have time to play games, I just want to kick on the camera and let other people join in if they want. And this, you know, watch me play some games when I'm playing games. So yeah, look out for David Osmaya streaming. So do you have an account a like that, yeah, like the No, nope, but I'm gonna just use my name. But okay. yeah, and so yeah, you hear that? Just search it because you can search. Google it, David Osmaya streaming, and then bam, you know. Yeah, yeah, you go to Twitch.tv, you find them. But don't, like, don't go to the suspicious links that say yeah. streaming. No, like don't go to like yeah the if it's water, the, the water sports one. Ignore that. <laughs> yeah, if it ends up if all the if all the language turns to Taiwanese and then your computer screen goes blue, you're in the right place. Important message from Microsoft. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you have to update randomly, it'll take six hours, and then you have to up, they have to shut down for two days. You're the perfect link. That's what I wanted. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess final yeah. question. Uh, in your travels, do you have yeah. like a favorite fast food or QT? QT. QT. QT all day in Kroger. What's your favorite thing to get at QT? Well, right now, because it's all about getting my uh, my health in order yeah. physically, uh, QT has been uh, Fit Crunch Bars. <laughs> yeah, well. Fit Crunch Bars and the... Uh, it's in the name, Fit. Yeah, right? And they're really good. I mean, I'm not trying to plug Fit Crunch Bars, but damn, they make a good protein bar. They are so delicious. It's Robert Irvine, if you know who that is. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he... Um... Yeah. Was it Restaurant Impossible? Yeah, him. Yeah. Robert Irvine is married to a wrestler. Is That's he really? Gail Kim. Like, if any wrestling heads, Gail Kim, who was really good at her time, it was just that, like, she was not in WWE. She was in Impact, which was, like, oh. the less, like, the, it was, they were known to have a good women's division. It was diet WWE. Yeah, but, like, their women's division has always been good. And she was the reason why the women's division was really good. Yeah. She got to WWE. And they kind of wasted her. Like, they let her have matches, but they didn't use her to a full potential. So that's how, like, I remember looking at her name, Gail Kim hyphen Irvine. I'm like, Irvine? <laughs> and then I click, I'm like, oh, the dead guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I know about Rob. I remember he had a show called, was it Kitchen Impossible? Back yeah, in the day? Restaurant Impossible. Restaurant Impossible. Yeah. 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 yeah, see, that's how I know him. It was like, Gail Kim. So yeah. Wrestling he, reference. He can make a hell of a protein bar. I'm serious. So he that's is. his company from. Oh yeah, they are delicious. Because he's I'm kind of a. If I remember, he's kind of a in shape yeah, guy, yeah, right? He was a marine too. Yeah. Okay, because he's got a looks the part. Like he has yeah, like yeah. bulk to him. Yeah, all his pictures are with his arms crossed. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like he has the. I'm a big husky man, but I'm kind in nature. Yeah, so that's okay. Yeah, but that uh, uh, and that QT has the uh, breakfast bowls with the eggs and bacon and stuff. Nice. Those are really good too. But uh, every they're they're the QT Cafe is busting, man. Like just anything in there, the flatbread pizzas, the shakes, they taste really good. But it's all at least two hundred push-ups an ounce. Yeah, people <laughs> used to talk about like QT at the legendary restaurants, where like the for cleanliness, like they were known for. If you're on a road trip, nah, that's a thing of the past now. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like now it's, it's the secret out. It's like yeah, yeah. let's go use QT's. I mean, we're all pretty much living in pre-Mad Max times, so there's no clean <laughs> gas station anymore. It's just it's, the one that's least nasty. Yeah, it's one at the. the and QT, oh, and uh, I know it's not a restaurant, but on the road, Planet Fitness. All right, get yourself a membership to Planet Fitness. Okay, twenty four dollars right. a month, and you can add, go to. T I I sound like such a commercial right now, but it's just so good because. $24 a month, you get access to every single gym they have nationwide. Yeah. Showers, ex all of it. All of it. I guess that's something that you don't think about. Yeah, the yeah. shower aspect of it. Right. I like, can walk in. Like, they don't give a shit to you. You show up, they scan. You give them your phone number or you scan your barcode, whatever, on the app. 
they don't care if you're there to shower, work out, jack off. What, yeah, they don't, <laughs> they don't care. In the sauna. <laughs> they don't care. Just get in. As long as you're a member, they're like, do whatever you want and leave. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's been times in Mississippi where I stopped, had to shower, slept in the parking lot because they're a safe zone. QT is safer because they got cameras. Yeah. But Planet Fitness, I mean. It's 24 hours, so you can just. Dude, yeah. I mean, I've been in one at 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., and, and it is, it is, this what's up. Are this 24 hours? Huh? They're 24 hours? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I have to think about 24 hour fitness because it's in the branding. No, bro. Oh, okay. Planet Fitness. Planet okay. Fitness is the one. It's much cheaper and people are nice and they give you a big old thumbs up. Right. <laughs> big old yellow thumb. Because, yeah. like, the. <laughs> and, and don't be a lunk, as they say. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> no, the, oh, my God. I've never seen one of those lunks go off. I'd love yeah. to see that one day. But, uh, yeah, I guess to wrap that up, use promo code. Promo code Planet Fitness. Lunk alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>